Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Adventures Ever Geriatric Mum. My name is Sally and I am your host. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, welcome. I like to welcome people off when they, <laughs> when they, when they enter into the podcast zone. Uh, if you've listened to quite a few already, well, then you'll know exactly what to expect. Uh, do you know what? I don't think there's anything better than being welcomed off. <laughs> I just think it's genius. It truly is one of my all-time favourite words. I just think it's great because, oh my God, I've mentioned this so many times before in my other podcasts. There's loads of them, but since I've got started, welcome is just one of my all-time favourite words and I, I make it quite obvious. But it's uh, recently a friend of mine called Kev. Oh, do you know what? He won't mind me mentioning his name. I used to work with him at Audi. Oh, right. Let me get this straight. And that's Audi's in the car. So I used to work at the car garage, Audi. But whenever I say that, people go, oh, you worked at Aldi. And I'm like, no, Audi. Oh, my, do you know what? I'm going to go totally off tangent here, but I have to say this. So I had never been to an Aldi before. Um, and so when people said to me, oh, look how fast the checkout people go. Holy shit. They are like lightning. It is. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Somebody told me that they're actually timed, though. I, I don't know. I don't know. I used to work on a checkout when I was a kid at Tesco's, but we certainly weren't timed. So yeah, it's uh, they're really fast, like really fast. But I've never been to one in my life until one had opened up near my mum's house. And she, Sandra, and she said to me, Oh, Sally, come to Aldi with me. I went, Oh, mum, not really. No, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. And she, I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. And she went, Oh, go on, Sally. It's amazing. We'll go down the middle aisle. Um, anyway, I actually left with a shitload of Hey Dougie stuff and a pair of Wellingtons for Roman. <laughs> it was great. I went and got a loaf of brioche as well. Went back to my mum's and made a load of veggie bread. <laughs> she was like, oh, I love it in here, Sally. Come on, do you want one of these? Sally, do you need one of these for the toilet? Look at the fluffy toilet seat cover. I was like, mm-hmm, it's not the 1970s, Sandra. Come on, let's go. <laughs> anyway, like I said, totally off topic. Um, yeah, you know, Kev, a friend of mine messaged me this week. And he's been listening to my podcast, which really, really excites me because everyone's like, oh, is it just for women? No, it's not. It's for everybody, this podcast. But I do talk from the heart. So, yeah, I am a woman and I have been through infertility and loads of other weird shit that women go through as well. So I just like to share it. But Kevin and I used to work together and he used to work in the back office and he actually sent me a message saying, I do miss getting welcomed off in the morning. (laughs) 
he was a big welcomer as well. So whenever he used to walk in, he'd go, welcome, 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 Wallace, welcome. And I'd be like, yes, welcome team, welcome. It was just great. It is, honestly, if you are having a shit day today, or maybe you've just not been having a good time at the moment, because do you know what happens to us all? Go and welcome a few people off. And not only will it probably make them go, what the fuck's wrong with them? But it will make you laugh so much that it will just really raise your spirits for the day. I'm telling you now, the word welcome is incredibly powerful. (laughs) Don't believe me, you need to test it out. Right, listen, before I go further, I need to explain a few things. You can probably hear a bit of noise in the background. And that is because Roman is downstairs with my husband, Scott, and he's downstairs sat with his dad, having his bottle of milk before bed. He is knackered um, and they're watching Wallace and Gromit. So I can I can just hear it faintly in the background. You might not be able to hear it fully. Um, another thing is, it sounds like I have got some sort of, I, I don't know. <laughs> It sounds like I've got a wind problem or something. I don't. Milo, my small little miniature Jack Russell, has thrown a tantrum tonight and did not want me to come do my podcast. So he's actually sat practically on the microphone on my lap. (laughs) And every now and again, he keeps going, oh, he's just... He's like, oh, um, do you know what? He is so cute. He is so cute, but he can be a real pain in the ass sometimes. But because he's, oh my God, Milo is 11 now. He's 11. Uh, because he's like a little old boy, I just, I can never give him a hard time. He's, and I've, I've had him since he was five weeks old. So yeah, he's part of the family. So yeah, he just had a little wobbler. What was happening was I was shutting the door and saying, right, Milo, just wait there. And he will normally wait outside the door. Let me do my podcast. And he kind of gets it. I know people are like, oh, he's a dog. No, I'm sorry. But my my dogs are my family. And I've had my dogs for years, as you can tell. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he's he's pretty smart, Milo. He's very smart. Don't get me wrong. He's an absolute shit. And his nickname is Piss Pants. Um, I'll, I'll literally divulge in that. I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit more on that one in a second. Uh, but yeah, he just threw a tantrum. And every time I sat down and put the microphone on, he started headbutting the door going, Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen Jurassic Park where you've got the velociraptors up against the door? All he could hear is this. <laughs> at the bottom of the door. <laughs> so I was like, just get in here, mate. Come and sit in here. But yeah, he's very funny. But it's, um, we're all a bit, um, we're all a bit, what's the word I'm looking for? Not wind burnt, but we're all a bit rosy tonight in our house. We have recently been gifted a trampoline and it is shitloads of fun. Oh my goodness. Right. Roman has always enjoyed bouncing. So Roman is my three-year-old son. And when he was, oh, he must have been about six months old, I bought him a jumperoo. Now, for those of you who don't have kids, a jumperoo is one of these sort of like little, it's not one of those ones that you put on the door frame. It's like, a, it's got its own little stand and it has got springs in it, but you kind of stick a little baby in this sort of little harness and then they just bounce up and down on it. Oh my God, he loved it. To the point where when I was putting him in it, it's when he was too big for it he'd literally go into the harness and just stand there (laughs) I was like right you need to get a trampoline so then I bought him this tiny little what was it what make was it oh I can't remember anyway it was really it was just really cheap and it was it almost didn't have any spring to it but he was just bouncing on it all the time and then when he had his second birthday I bought him an even bigger indoor trampoline and then my husband's a builder and one of his clients had an enormous spring-free trampoline in their back garden that they said you know what we don't use it anymore uh, we'd love for you and um, Sally to have it with Roman so uh, a couple of Scots lads took it to pieces put it in a van we've cleaned it up it's immaculate one of our lads has jet washed it it looks fantastic and oh, i couldn't build it for shit <laughs> i'm not 
joking, it's so complicated to build because the springs are underneath it. So it means that you know, like the whole of the bouncing area is just a bouncing area. There's no springs there at all. But they've got this massive net as well. That's, um, do you know, outdoor trampolines are fabulous. So we ended up getting this little guy to come and build it for us. And it is just fantastic. All of us have been on it. Everyone in the house has been on it. And Milo, I think you've actually, Milo's pissed on it as well. Oh my God. This is the problem, right, with having Milo. Do you know what, Milo? You're not a problem. He's not a problem. I'm not going to say that because I adore him. But this is part of Milo's character. Anything in the garden has to get pissed on by Milo if it's going to stay there. So let me give you an example. Uh, The recycling bins, each one has been pissed on. Uh, When the hose pipe went on the wall, he couldn't cock his leg far enough up to get the hose pipe, but he just pissed under where the hose pipe is. Um, I had a washing line put up, one of those ones that you can sort of, it comes like a little, I don't know, it looks like, this is going to sound really weird. It looks like one of those... <laughs> Did you ever used to go to the deli counter in the nineties, like the meat section, and you used to have to take a ticket out of the machine? You'd be like, number forty-two. I'd like some Billy Bear ham, please. <laughs> Billy Bear ham. That is. Do you know what? That is possibly one of the most overprocessed pieces of meat you could ever buy. Billy Bear ham. What's in your sandwiches today? Oh, Billy Bear ham. What's in yours? Sandwich spread. <laughs> sandwich spread (laughs) anyway off topic that machine that's what I was trying to get to the machine the machine looks like my washing line and then you sort of pull the wire out of it and attach it to the other side of the garden the washing line pole it's been pissed on so yeah Milo is a serial pisser he just literally pisses on everything but you've got to be so careful with Roman's toys you can't leave toys out in the garden overnight because you'll get literally the serial piss pants going out there in the middle of the night and going ah amazing this is new to the garden and it's it is it's bad it's really bad it got oh my gosh it got so bad at one point that he um I used to have like an old pair of trainers that I used to keep by the back door so I do all the gardening and everything and I love it I'm literally I, I could have possibly been a gnome I think in my previous life so if I these like these trainers have probably got shit on them, mud on them, they're just really dirty and really old and manky. And then in the winter months, I'd be like, oh, they're fine, you know, just chuck them on the dry and not a problem. And it was only until the summer of was it last year or the year before? It was when we lived here. We only lived. We've lived here for oh God, I can't remember how long we've lived here for now. Four years. So yeah, we were definitely living here. Um, and oh, I, I had my trainers on and I was mowing the front lawn and then I thought, oh my God, there is a really bad smell around here. What the hell is going on? And it was my trainers. Milo had just been pissing on my trainers <laughs> for fucking months. <laughs> saturated in piss and then they dried out and I've just put them on mm, these are tasty and I'm literally just walking around stinking of piss it's so bad it actually rotted a little bit as well and I was like oh what a shame oh there's a little wash oh god no they went straight in the bin what I'd actually realized I thought Milo have you been pissing I actually even asked him not like he could tell me (laughs) but yeah I just worked out that Milo had just been constantly pissing on my trainers in the back garden so yeah they had to go in a bin but his nickname's Piss Pants 
That's what his nickname is, is Piss Pants. He's, he's, he is, he, in fact, he's been called Piss Pants since we actually got him because he, he's constantly pissed on everything. Oh my God, this is really bad. I took him for dog training once and he actually pissed on me during one of the sessions and the instructor was very um old school and she went see he has absolutely zero respect for you and oh my god he was only about what 14 weeks old at the time anyway and i looked at him and i went ah come on piss pants let's go home so if you can hear loads of snoring going on in the background i have to apologize it's simply just milo but he's part of the family and um and to be honest with you i really wouldn't have it any, any other way it does make me laugh little captain piss pants that he is <laughs> no but do you know what the weather is getting better and i don't want to be one of those old buggers that talks about the weather all the time in the uk but it is this time of year is so lovely in the uk the clocks have gone forward the nights are getting lighter you can do more as well in the evenings the only problem is is the fact that there's just more and more people on the road especially where we live we live just off the border of wales so so many people wales is beautiful and so many people on a friday are desperate to sort of go across like literally go from england to wales and um and, and either go to the weekend holiday retreats or go camping or whatever anything but it is it's like honestly it's like a mass exodus where we live every Friday with everybody trying to get to Wales and especially at the moment because we're sort of approaching the Easter holidays as well but the traffic is gone insane and at the moment I'm in my car far too much and I don't like it I don't like it I'll be dead honest I am stuck in traffic nearly every day so most mornings I'm late for work which is shit but even more shitter I hate this I'm, I can be late. <laughs> oh, sorry, that is my logan. <sighs> I can be late to pick up Roman from nursery. So when I get there, he's the last one there. And that is the shittest mum guilt feeling ever. But it's something I'm working on. So watch this space. Um, because it's, um, yeah, it's making me feel a bit crap at the minute, to be honest with you. It does. But sitting in the car every day anyway, and I sit in the car for a couple of hours every day uh, when I'm going to work and back from work, I've realised that my car is like my office, but also a bit like my counsellor as well. So in my car, I will listen to my mate's voice messages. I'll listen to other podcasts as well. I've actually started listening to books, audio books as well. But to be fair, I, I, I prefer to read books, I think. Yeah, I do. I do prefer to read books but I will also send um, like whatsapp messages now I know about the button thing <gasps> do you know about the button thing oh do you know what I've mentioned this already on a podcast hold that whatsapp button down slide it up oh yes it's like a whole different ball game honestly it has revolutionized my conversations with my mates when I'm sat in traffic literally don't get me wrong, I'm not on my phone. This is when I'm stationary near traffic jam. Thank you very much. Um, slide that button up and then, yeah, go for your life. You can leave a whopping 10-minute message um, without getting a blue finger. Um, so, yeah, I tend to... Oh, yeah, that's it. Messages going backwards and forwards. Loads of telephone calls in the car. And then, get this, whenever I'm a really shit day, I like to shout in the car as well. Get that out of my system. Oh, yeah, I like to do a bit of that, a bit of shouting in the car. If I'm having an even worse day, I like to have a cry. I cry on the way home in the car. <laughs> Don't you dare deny it. I know for a fact you cry on your way home in the car. So many of us have cried in the car. Oh, fucking hell. On the way home. I laugh my tits off in the car as well. I often laugh at myself quite a bit, to be fair, in the car. Um, I do a lot of singing in the car. Uh, I do a 
Oh, wait for this. I do affirmations in the car. Do you ever do that? Oh my goodness. Get yourself onto YouTube. Uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer is one of my favourite. Louise Hay as well, where you just basically do your I am affirmations that just bigger yourself up for your day ahead. I welcome myself off. <laughs> That's basically what it is. <laughs> There's loads of stuff that I do in the car. Absolutely. I'm so sorry. Can you hear this dog behind me? I've had to put him next to me because he's so loud. Milo, stop snoring. Wake up, buddy. Oh, God, I apologise about that. But yeah, so it is. my car is literally like an office, but a counsellor at the same time. It truly, truly is. If my car could talk, oof, oof. Yes, you'd probably want to hear it. Do you know one thing? I don't get road rage. I know I do. I no, I don't. I don't get road rage. I get road frustration. Okay, so does this ever happen to you as well? You know, when you let someone out at a junction and you kind of either flash them with your lights or you sort of signal for them to go and they don't say thank you. (gasps) That is like pissing on my trampoline. It's the one thing that really winds me up about the about the road users out there. Why? Why not say thank you? I've let you out of the junction, bitch. I, I honestly, I've never. And do you know what? He was even worse. Scott, my husband, he's really bad. What he'll do sometimes is, if we're in the car together, he'll go. Did they say thank you? Yes, they did. They put their hand up. Are you sure? Oh, boy, what the fuck are you going to do about it? But yeah, it's really bad. It, I just find it so rude. I just would not do that. I think I go a bit over the top. Like if somebody lets me out at a junction, I sometimes give them the hand. Then sometimes I put my hazards on or I'll wind down the window and give them the biggest camp wave woo-hoo, out the window <laughs> and then wind the window back up. <laughs> But yeah, it's the one thing that really bugs me. Really, really bugs me. I find it so strange. Why would you not say thank you? And do you know what I've done in the past? I, I am actually an awful lot more, should we say, reserved now. But in the past, when I've sort of signalled for somebody to come out at a junction and help them out and they've not sort of acknowledged me and said thank you, I've actually, holding onto the steering wheel with my right hand, uh, and like in, in, to the dashboard, flicked the bird and gone, fuck you. <laughs> oh, I've actually been known to just beat the horn and go, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you can say thank you. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> I have obviously matured a little bit. Oh, do, don't deny it. You've done it too. Don't you dare go, oh, Sally, you really need to speak to somebody. No, you have done it too. But obviously I kind of identified it and I was like, all right, Sally, why are you letting that wind you up? Um, And now I just send them love. I just send them love. Just send them love and wish them on their way. The best thing to do. But yeah, I used to be a horn beeper. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you. God, it used to really piss me off. I don't eat in my car, though. That's one thing I do not do. That's definitely a no-no. I don't eat in the car. And do you know what? Everybody said to me, oh, you'd have to get a shitty car when you've got kids and you've got dogs and all this. And actually, Roman is so good. So even if he's having like a little bit of a snack or something like that in the back seat, he doesn't throw it at me or smear it everywhere. To be fair, there's no way that he'd waste his food. He'd go straight down the hatch. And so, yeah, but I don't really eat in the car. Oh, my God, I used to smoke in the car. (laughs) 
this is years ago. In fact, I was actually a bit of a selfish bitch, to be fair, because I actually used to smoke in my car with other people in it, which is just terrible. But it was the 90s and that's what you kind of did back then. <laughs> it was it was, it was really weird. That was back when you could actually put some petrol in your car and buy yourself 10 fags for a fiver at the petrol station. <laughs> There is one thing, though, about a car which I think is genius. And not everyone has this, um, this luxury, I'd like to say, but this is something that I have and I love it. And quite frankly, I think it should be incorporated into other works of life as well. And that is a heated seat. Oh my God, I love it. I love, I mean, who the hell came up with the idea of having a heated seat in the car? And then why do we not have them in the house? Because they are amazing. There is nothing nicer than a warm ass. Seriously. There's just nothing beats those lovely warm cheeks <laughs> when it's freezing cold outside and you put your heated seat on and then all of a sudden, your butt is on fire and it's just the most wonderful sensation. Since having children, yes, often you think you've pissed yourself. <laughs> and you just have to little have a little check. <laughs> but it's absolute, what a, honestly, thank you. Whoever it was who invented the heated seat in a car, thank you. I honestly am so grateful for that because I love heated seats. I just think they're, they're just genius. And I would love nothing more than, like, you know, when you come, when you come home, maybe when you're sitting at the dining room table, would you like, would you like your seat heated? Oh, I'd love that. Thank you. Having a heated ass whilst you're having your dinner. Genius. Absolutely amazing. Sitting in the lounge on a heated sofa. Why do we not have these things? Then why is it only in the car you can have a warm ass? Because I would love heated seats everywhere. Heated, apparently you can get a heated toilet seat. Scott did tell me this the other day. Apparently there is such a thing as a heated toilet seat now because back in the medieval period, I believe it used to get somebody else to sit on the bog to actually warm it up for you, <laughs> which makes me feel violently sick as I like to hover in public. But obviously that's another show. But the heated seats, I just think are, are amazing. And the other day I was chatting to somebody, she was like, oh God, God, no, I would never want a heated seat. I think they're horrendous. And it was, <laughs> it was almost like somebody said to me, oh, I've never seen the film Dirty Dancing. I was like, oh, what? How on earth can you not enjoy the sensation of a mildly roasted gusset? <laughs> it's just so nice and warm. You know, when you were a kid and you used to get in from school and you used to go and put your ass on the radiator. That's exactly what it reminds me of. <laughs> oh, do you know what? We used to have a wood burner when we were kids like a really old school wood burner. And oh my, I, I think I set fire to my bloody school skirt once on it because we literally just used to shove our asses on it because we were so cold. This is way before the heated seat came in, okay? Uh, but this is why I'm telling you, heated seats should be in the house and even on garden furniture as well. Oh, imagine, you know, loads of people have these like fancy fire pits now in the garden. So you'd have your fancy fire pit and then around it, you'd have your magical heated corner sofa or something like that. Oh, it's the future. Listen, I've got incredible ideas. I know for a fact that this is going to take off very soon, very soon. Uh, hang on. Are you okay? What are you doing? You coming in? <laughs> I'll listen to you. You listen to me. When? Don't be filming that. I am filming you. I can't film you. I've got no fucking camera. <laughs> I'm not filming you. No, that's Do you like that? Mm. 
It does look nice. Are you having a fashion show in the other room? No, I've got the room. I've got my culture in there. All right, okay. I love you. Won't be long. How can I be filming? Fucking <laughs> 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 idiot. <laughs> you better not be fucking filming me. That is my husband, Scott. Do you know what? I am not deleting this at all. I'm definitely keeping that in. Did you hear what he said then? It's fucking Bob on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me explain this. Right, so... Um, we we went shopping today and he was looking for a varsity jacket like a like a nice bomber jacket like a guy's nice bomber jacket and they're really hard to get and I said you've got one you bought one a couple of years ago and you've never worn it no no I didn't I didn't I was like no no you did honestly you've bought it it's in the other wardrobe in the other bedroom so whilst I'm up here because I, I come into our bedroom because it's nice it's got a nice little cosy corner in our room um, to do my podcast he's obviously gone and found it and because we've got the full length mirror in this bedroom he's, he's totally forgotten that I'm recording my podcast or filming as he says and he's walked in to check himself out in the big mirror when he went fucking bob on that <laughs> i am not deleting this i am 100 percent keeping that in that is absolutely genius <laughs> he won't listen to it anyway he won't mind but oh there's uh, i think one day i am gonna have to get him on a podcast i really am gonna have to get my husband on a podcast because and I never say this to his face, but he's actually very funny. Without even trying to be, he is actually a very funny guy. Right, on that note, that's, uh, do you know what? I, honestly, I, um, I've, I feel like it's just been like a whirlwind today. It's gone so quickly. It's been unbelievable. My face, though, is burning, like wind burn. So I, I need to sort myself out this evening. Just me being on a, a grown woman being on a trampoline all afternoon with a toddler having a fabulous time. That's all that's down to. Oh, and pegging out with washing. Ugh. Don't even go there. You know for a fact that it makes sense. Right. Have a wonderful week. If you're on Instagram, follow me. Uh, my uh, Instagram is at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. It's the same on Facebook as well. It's Sally Wallace, but you'll find it on a page, which is Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And if you're listening on Spotify, you're listening on Apple, please do leave a five-star rating and a review. You can leave the reviews on Apple. Thank you so much for everybody that's left ratings so far and five-star reviews and that you people have been sharing the podcast. I've noticed just recently in the last week, two weeks alone, so many people have been tagging it and sharing it on their Instagram stories. And I am honestly so truly grateful for that because... Uh, there's topics that I'm talking about with infertility and I've got some incredible guests lined up for this podcast. It's a, It will help so many women to be able to talk more about what they're going through or what they've been through and just understand that they're not on their own. But also, do you know what? Sometimes when you're having a bit of a shit day, it's actually just nice to be able to laugh out loud. And that's exactly what I want to be able to do with my podcast. So thank you so much um, for those who have been sharing it. Um, I really do appreciate it. Have a fantastic week, won't you? Um, make sure... <laughs> I can't even believe you just walked in then i'm so sorry i'm still laughing about it now (laughs) fucking bob on that (laughs) thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast find me on instagram and facebook at adventures of a geriatric mum where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends after all sharing is caring and you and i are best friends now